0: What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. We're bastard. not. <laughs> we are definitely not. Earth is not for us. Earth is for the squirrels and the whales and the fucking rabbits that live. Human beings are cancer upon lives. this planet.
1: Mm. You're not wrong.
2: I was <laughs> like, how close do I need to have this? Like, do I do it. Nah, The no, no, theory. No, 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 the general. You don't have to be that 43 year old. Like, Put
1: your fist in front of your face, and if it's like <sighs> touching the hand, it's good to go. Yeah. This is good.
2: This show. This is bad. Yeah, depends on who you ask. Why the fuck did I do that? So if you throw a competition, I (laughs) was gonna (laughs) gonna say, hey, "Hey, you know, it's all right, bro.
3: Hey, bro.
1: Were you trying to do your skit or were you just like (laughs) jumping ship on that idea?
0: You want me to do my skit?
1: It's up to you. I don't know.
0: If the first sentence sounds off, we're not doing it. Yeah,
1: if you want to set the mood like that, do I have to like worry about puffing
2: my peas or anything?
0: (laughs) No.
1: No.
3: (laughs) Screw Uh, it. No, you're generally chilling. The only time that really if
1: it's up there what you do Yeah so instead of going like but just go like <laughs> off to for the screaming bus. sick Yeah if you're going to yell something um try not to be like into it just kind of like
0: pull back a little bit <laughs> This fucking guys using a duster on a table Also it's kind of fun. Cloth.
1: Also it's kind of fun because like when you're listening in your headphones it sounds like the person goes farther Too away. complicated. You know. I don't know. I'm just a dork
2: like that. Yeah, I was going to say like bro, that's, that's some stupid shit I care about yeah it's like... <laughs> oh, hey, it's cool it's cool to see all you guys again yeah welcome oh, back oh
1: baby welcome back to the Golden Coast
2: <laughs> the West Coast
1: little swiggy swig or well, are we ready to go are we ready to get up and running yes sir off to the races mm. shut up starting in the blocks Squatting down, lifting up, 3, two, 1, go. Welcome back to the 2AM Podcast, everybody. Episode 49. Uh-huh. We are here. We are blessed by the presence of the man, the myth, the and legend. the legend, Dalton Weeks, baby. What's up, everybody guys? give a little round of applause for What's your up, boy. What's up, Big Sexy? What's up, fam? Gone for weeks. This is Instagram. He's got some crazy shit to tell us. Thank you for coming back. We missed you, man. Welcome Dude, no back. problem. We missed you a be lot. Back. Yeah, good, good shit. So there. you had a trip, <laughs> to put it lightly.
2: <laughs> you went on a little bit of a journey. You, I guess mm. you could say he was
3: gone for weeks, dude.
1: I
2: was gone for weeks. Literally. A
3: few. That's down.
2: Yeah, like no, uh, we just, my little brother and I just mm-hmm. crushed um, coast to coast on some bicycles. So that's... Yeah, Started down here in sunny SoCal.
1: Started to head up. Uh, you're Sorry, you went down at first, if I remember you went correctly. Went down, yeah. Down towards the mojave and then you started to head up diagonally we, right? so
2: we started in newport beach and we went to new york city um we didn't take a direct route at all um and that was kind of influenced in part due to covid but then at the same time uh we had friends that we wanted to see and stuff like that so we went through arizona into new mexico texas oklahoma arkansas missouri Illinois, COVID. <laughs> we'll touch base on that, but Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York. Wow, a small I can't trip. Even comprehend that a little one, dude. Yeah, honestly, love- it's hard, it really is hard to comprehend because now that we're back in like where it all started, yeah, and like I was a completely different person. Like, in there's that saying that's like, um, be ignorant enough to start and be stubborn enough to finish. Mm-hmm. And that was literally the entire trip. Like <laughs> we started, and we're like, yeah, yeah, this is what we're about to do, and then it was like, bro, we're in this bitch. Yeah, like, we're stuck. What, what at what hell, point? Dude? At what point did
0: did life just destroy the the feeling of naivety?
2: Was there a think, one event? I think it was. So we saw y'all mm-hmm. day three. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we rolled up on Yucca you. Valley. Mm-hmm. um Yucca Valley, and then we went from there to 29 Palms. 29 Palms went through Amboy, so that's like Mojave, right? And bro, that day that kind of killed like the oh, this is cute. This was like, okay, no, we're actually doing this. Mm. 93 day or 93 miles, um, super super hot, like just like you couldn't escape it. There was no shade, there was no nothing, it was a lot of wind, a lot of headwinds. Um, then we actually hit a portion of Route 66, it was 60 miles of untouched route 66 so they block off traffic whoa and the reason that they did that was because a couple of the bridges were actually broken Hmm. um so they weren't allowing traffic but there's no outlet to the freeway so they tell bikers or cyclists to take the freeway and i I was like dude i don't want to ride on the freeway so we just took route 66 and it was like an abandoned section of it bro we didn't see anybody yeah no that was a that was a cool a cool little section but that was the i think that was the day where i was just like
0: the honeymoon phase is over. Okay, cool. Now yeah. this
2: is this is what we're doing. So from
3: point A to point Z, that must have been a huge besides the ride, it was also like an emotional ride.
2: Oh yeah, oh. no. Like beyond spiritual comprehension, emotional comprehension, you you're just Yeah, no. I, I I it's hard to put into words because you I spent so much time. This has been a childhood dream, you know what I'm saying? This is a tribute trip for my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um he got me into cycling and like I dragged my brother into this and it was just like a it was endearing but then at the same time it was something that was just you can't you can't describe it until you do something like that. And we were mm-hmm. talking about it the other day, Zade and I. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you take on such an intense challenge in the beginning you have these thoughts of like, "Oh, okay, cool. Like I think I'm going to feel this and I'm going to I'm going to experience these things and, like, I'm going to be stable and I'm going to be rational. And then, like, all of a sudden you're out there and, like, you start acting irrational as fuck. And mm-hmm. you're like, where is this? Con-? Like, I'm a rational dude. But then, like, you're, you're doing these irrational things and you're making these weird calls that you would never normally make. Um, yeah, dude, it was. It was start talking about weird. whatever
0: gibberish that comes to mind. <laughs> Bro, I'm just like, yeah.
2: it, it, it's so intense because it's like, so in the beginning, right? I wanted this thing. We, we all kind of went through it. Like anybody that's listening to like COVID was a global thing. And so the trip was supposed to take off March 22nd. My buddy was supposed to get married March 20th and we were going to take a day and then we were going to leave. Well, March, mm-hmm. the world just changed. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was on the podcast right before that. I was like, yeah, dude, we're going to leave. And then this is sick. And like, we're yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like it was peaches, you know? And then all of a sudden, the world gets flipped on its head. States are talking about closing their borders. You're just like, bro, what is going on? Yeah. And there was so much up in the air. They're like, it's it's passed on by people touching things, and then if you sneeze, and then masks, and like masks weren't even a thing yet when we left. Yeah. Right. So it's just like Damn. we brought them, but it was just like almost we just didn't know. So there's just so much unknown, and then, um, I was kind of waiting to make the call to leave based on weather. We had a weather window, right? Mm-hmm. And I knew that if we were going to cross the Mojave, it was just going to, we, we had to hit it right because there's just so much land that you had to cover. And if it was 110 degrees outside, like that's, that's now dangerous, you know? Mm-hmm. So I remember looking at the 10-day forecast and I saw 108 degrees in six days. And I looked at Blake and I was like, yo, it's now or never. We either leave tomorrow or it's done. Like we aren't doing this. Blake's was like, "All right, sick, let's go." <laughs> I was like, "All right, <laughs> sick. Get this is down. this is what's happening." Um, so I talked to my mentor. My mentor kind of gave us the green light too, and he was just like, "Dude, I think this is going to be an interesting take on history, right?" And at that point, we didn't even know what that meant. Yeah. Um, but now, looking back, you know, we had the George Floyd, all the civil unrest and stuff that was going on with that, on top of COVID, both me and my brother getting COVID um, in St. Louis, and then, yeah, dude, just.
0: I mentioned this before. There, you you guys could not have picked a more chaotic time to leave for this trip. Straight <laughs> fucking up, fucking literally, no racial tension, time. pandemic, what else? Yeah, that right. makes it a greater accomplishment, dude. Oh,
2: it's it, absolutely. One, I, I was talking to you guys earlier about like just the kind of the hardships that you would see normally on the trip, right? There's about a thousand people a year that do this. Most of them take the Trans-American route, which is from Washington to Virginia. Mm. The reason they take that route is it's basically pampered to these. It's like it's catering to cyclists. So there's big shoulders and stuff like that. i um, going through towns and all the towns are like, oh, we're on the Trans-American. Um, and I think about 800 people a year do that route. And then there's a Southern tier and Northern tier. And then there's like a select few that just like say, fuck it. Like I'm going to do it how I want to do it. And that's what we did, Um, (laughs) obviously. But uh, no, to like jump off into the void and like really start taking like these risks. It it was pretty immediate that you started seeing how different cities and different states were handling things. You know what I'm saying? Just speaking strictly on like the pandemic side of things. Like restaurants were closed, restaurants were closed, restaurants were closed. And then all of a sudden in Texas, everything was open. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this is like Disneyland. like, oh, yeah. oh damn. Like, I was like, what's up guys? Like, hey, yeah. it's nice to see you. Like, and we're sitting in a restaurant. Normal life. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I remember that restaurant. We were just like, we we crossed into the Texas border. We had to sleep on the side of the freeway um, just due to circumstances, like weather and everything. And then all of a sudden we get into this restaurant the next day and we are super excited. And, like, we are so used to having to sit outside of a restaurant, right? And, like, wait outside. And so we are always in the elements. We'll go back to that. But um, we just walk right into this Texas restaurant. And we're like, hey, can we get a table for two? And they're like, yeah, sit right there. And I was like, oh, fuck, it worked. Right? <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, cool. I, like, walk in. And I'm, like, looking at Blake. And, like, Blake and I are just, like, looking at each other, like,
0: All sussed out, bro.
2: This is weird. And there's like a cowboy at the bar, and then there's like a fat lady and her kids. And I was like, "Y'all are really just vibing. Like this is (laughs) this is cool, right?" No, it was was interesting. So
1: that kind of reminds me of um, Zayd and I when we were on our way up to Colorado, and even on the way back, or sorry, on the way back from Colorado, we uh, swung by through Utah, Mm -hmm. and the amount of people that just didn't have masks on in general was astonishing. Like, in the middle of a pandemic, it's like, nobody gives a shit, right? We walk into um, a gas station in Utah. I have, I have a mask on. People are giving us looks. Like, it's weird. Like, we're the oddballs out because we have the mask on our face, right? Did you notice
0: that? Not as much as you did, but I would be the same way right now if I wasn't denied service to every fucking location that's around here. Yeah, seriously, though. Mm-hmm. That's very true. But, but I put on a mask just to appease everybody.
1: My point is, what state did you go to that on your trip that had the worst COVID preparation. Fuck Oklahoma, bro.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, worst COVID preparation. Yeah, I don't oh care. Fuck God. Oklahoma. Anything <laughs> negative, fuck Oklahoma, yeah, bro. Dude. Oh, um, okay, worst COVID prep like so least amount of masks. Okay, so no this restaurants is, so or anything's closed. I think that the thing I need to touch on is just the fact that like timing was like a big thing, right? So like we left April 17th and Arizona like opened everything, like april 30th i was like bro people are like still dying all over the place and like they just didn't care they're like all oh, the hillbillies had their guns out and they're like no nah, we want to eat like and i was just like eat outside they're like it's hot like i need air conditioning And i was like i feel that but like so i think that was just interesting to see it like firsthand like they're like no we're like we're opening and i was like you guys then, took the opposite approach. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what everyone okay, else is going. I for. don't care. Fuck it. We're opening. And I was like, okay, like. And then Texas, everything was open. So like, which was what's interesting about our timing with Texas, we hit it like on the day that they were opening. So I was like, all right, sick. Like this is yeah. gonna, This is cool. Like perfect timing. Three weeks later, the friends that we had made in Texas and the friends that I was going to see, all of them were like, as we're like leaving and going into Oklahoma, like. Bro, I needed to get tested for COVID and COVID and COVID and COVID and COVID, and and I was like, "Okay, I I guess I dodged a bullet." Interesting coincidence. (laughs) Yeah. Well, then, (laughs) three states later, I end up getting it. So, it is what it is, man. So, how was it? it How, COVID?
1: Yeah. How how did that go down? Yeah, was something it something we need to talk about. Did yeah. it feel, was it really that bad? Did your lungs collapse or was it not? I
2: basically died and then I came back. I'm just kidding. No, so. Um, I was resurrected. Yeah. Was, <laughs> they call me Jesus. Um, um, so I, <laughs> we get into St. Louis. We took this thing called the Katy Trail. So they, on bicyclists will all know this. There's this thing called Rails to Trails. So the United States of America has an extensive network of old unused railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. And so basically what they've done is they've taken these old unused railroad tracks and they've turned them into like cycling trails. No way. Okay. Some common so sense. It's, it's actually, so cool. it's super cool. Right. And some of them are like super like just in the most random obscure areas, like middle of bumfuck nowhere in Indiana. And there's like nine miles of trail. I'm like okay cool like I'll hop on it you know what I'm saying like if I'm just going in that direction. But the Katy Trail is 290 miles from Clinton, Missouri to just outside of St. Louis. Um so we took this this trail the entire way through Missouri. Um super interesting. You get to see like a pretty diverse interesting look into Missouri, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't know this beforehand. Missouri has hella Amish people. <laughs> That Was kind of cool, and like the Amish people absolutely love my brother and I because we were on bikes, so they're like, Hell yeah, manpower! Shout out to the Amish. I was like, Jedediah, yeah, bro. <laughs> I feel you, and, and I, was manpower. Like, right. Fuck I was like, All right, Ezekiel, technology, hell yeah, <laughs> it's your boy, bro. Ezekiel. <laughs> 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 just like, sick ass, all right. So they'd come up to us and they'd be like, Dude, my brother popped his tire outside of uh, we're like outside of Sarkoxy, Missouri, and my brother's just like, super pit. Pe- that's besides the point. He forgot a tool. We didn't have a tool, and he's just like, "Yeah, no, I think I have it." And th- this is this is Blake at his finest. He's like, "No, no, no, I think I got it." And I was like, huh, "I got it, bro." Okay, cool. Like me, I'm like, I'm doing like the logistical standpoint. I'm like making sure I have all my shit. Blake's saying, like, "No, no, no, I got it." He blows his tire, and then he's like trying to freaking fix his tire, and he doesn't have the wrench to get the nut off of his bike, the the back tire. So. God forbid we would have blown a tire going out to Amboy in the middle of the Mojave because we would have been absolutely fucked. Yeah, but I mean, it just happened in Missouri. So this Amish student and his kid come up and they're like, hey, uh, how you guys doing? And I'm like,
4: <laughs> I'm like,
2: I'm chilling, bro. How are you? And he's just like. Like hear ye, hear ye! I was, oh, like, all was, right, I was like, all right, he's sick, bro. And like he's like showing up on his like on his buggy and stuff. And he like ties up his horse, and I was like, bro, that buggy's sick, dog. And he's just like, mm hmm. He's like, that's the deluxe right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bought that shit with my own money. Son. He's like was, that right like, there. Man, thousand dollars. Like what? <laughs> shit. Not even and so, an engine. So it was just interesting to get to talk to him. Like Blake fixed his bike tire, or whatever. Anyways, we make it to St. Louis um we decided to get this super sick airbnb in the middle of downtown st louis we like spoiled ourselves and um st louis was like a super interesting town Blake said it best um st louis is what portland wishes it was like in oh, terms damn. of like diversity and stuff like Fuck. portland everybody's like yeah. oh yeah we accept everybody and then it's like, like hella hella all white, white people, people. <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay cool but st louis is like actually super diverse um so we're having a good time we go down to the downstairs um bar that's basically at the the bottom floor of our apartment right and this lady she's our bartender she starts speaking spanish and i i recognize the accent i was like dude this chick's from colombia like no doubt yeah so i asked her where she's from she's from pareda and i was like dude i played soccer there so we started talking a little bit and she's like yo latino night is happening across the street tonight i was like word like bro i haven't yeah i've been hanging out with ezekiel dog like i'm i'm ready for some <laughs> some, some latin women like here okay ye, ye out, <laughs> yeah. exactly. so we end up going across the street we sneak blake into a bar and bro we get absolutely obliterated we meet the owner of the bar and like typical like is is kind of just i like talking to people you know so i end up meeting the owner of the bar he gets us absolutely shit-faced okay <laughs> we're having a blast and then he's like, yo, 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 do you like, do you like his like deep eddies or something like that? Some type of vodka. I was like, bro, I don't really like vodka. He's like, no, no, no. You got to try this. So he like puts the cup right up to my lips and I'm like, all right, fuck it. Like I'm, I'm at that point I'm turnt. Like, I don't really care. So I take a swig and I was like, oh dude, that shit actually hits. Like that's, that's pretty good. And then I see homie like turn around and start passing it to every single person oh, in the bar. I was like, oh oh shit like, homie
0: are you not aware of the fucking circumstances
2: <laughs> so I was just like I've swapped spit with like 15 people in this bar at this point oh, and so three oh. days later I start getting like these weird like I, I woke up with a sore throat um we decided to leave we cross into Illinois Illinois there's nothing there really in southern Illinois mm-hmm. um so we're like cruising and all of a sudden I see like something funny on the side of the road and I was like oh dude I want to tell Blake so like go to tell Blake and I'm like maybe a quarter of the way through the story. And I don't remember what I'm doing. Like not like, I don't remember the story. It was like, I don't even remember like where I am. I'm just like, dude, what the, f-? it felt like I was concussed. Right. Oh, and I was shit. like, okay, cool. This is kind of weird. So then I'm just like riding, 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 riding. And I'm navigating the whole time. Like I was just like, I was just in a weird headspace. And then the next morning I wake up and I have a fever and I was like, fuck dude. Like, nah, I'm chill. I'm chill. And then the next morning it gets worse and worse. And I ended up having symptoms for like 12 days. Um, I had to ride through all of Southern Illinois to make it to a hospital that was like in route. So like everything, any hospital that was like close by was like 70 miles. Well, 70 miles on a bike is like, it's a day's ride, Yeah, like a good day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And now I think I have coronavirus, right? So yeah, we ended up making it to Terre Haute, Indiana. Had to go, like, get the test and everything like that. And then the guy was just like, bro, like, at this point, it's been nine days since you started showing symptoms. Like, I don't really know what to tell you. Then when we left Terre Haute, um, my, like, my legs broke out in a rash. Like, just now I know, like, you look up, like, post-symptoms of COVID. I, like, checked out on everything. It was just, it was interesting. Then Blake got sick. It was kind of fucked. But fuck Oklahoma, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> Illinois was kind of shitty too. Dude, I'm surprised he didn't even say fuck COVID. He's
3: like, fuck Oklahoma before
2: COVID. Yeah. Again.
1: Yes. Oklahoma, Seriously. bro. No. <laughs> Got beef with Oklahoma. I do. So I imagine you're spending like a lot of time outside, right? Especially like a lot of nights camping for sure yeah. in the middle of a lot of fucking places. Yeah. And, um. We just went stargazing the other night, like, when the meteor shower was happening. Oh, no shit. Where were you guys at? uh, We were um, kind of over by Landers. Uh, So, Landers is a little bit north of Joshua Tree, like, northwest-ish. And then uh, we were a little bit west of landers yeah. so we were like off in this place where there's almost no light pollution that's sick it's mm-hmm. super fucking hard to find in california yeah for sure so and luckily it's relatively close like yeah. two and a half ish hours basically out.
3: landers county but it's towards the um the hilly side so like the mountainy side cool right mm-hmm. rather than flat yeah sick it's freaking
1: sick dude sick but my question is how or what state had the best like stargazing or do you have any stargazing moments where you're out in the middle of nowhere there's like no way light pollution could even happen
2: um honestly by the time we got off the bike we were just like bro fuck this shit i just want to get in the <laughs> t- i don't blame <laughs> you yeah. yeah yeah i was like i was just on a bike for nine hours i don't do I want to do this i'm like dude that thing is so beautiful i think that's orion's belt no i was like um Taos, new mexico was pretty sick um you kept typing that place up no so we sick. have to go no it's like it literally my buddy Sach, he actually picked us up in albuquerque and drove us up to taos you come over that hill coming up from santa fe into taos and like you like drop in on this thing and there's literally a crack in the earth's crust on Un- what the fuck did i tell you unbelievable what are we doing here yeah. like i was just like like you i'm kind of hippy dippy i guess right and like you come over this thing and i was just like Holy shit, like did y'all feel that? And Sacha's like, bro, I know. And then Blake's like in the back, he's like, Whatever, bro. And I was just yeah. like Whoa. he's like 18, he's like edgy, whatever. Yeah. But no hormones. <laughs> yeah. But uh Taos was super sick. We actually hit it on a full moon. Um nice and the full moon was literally like daylight. It was it was super cool. Wow. So I would 10 out of 10 recommend. So we're going to New Mexico, boys.
1: Boy. It was sick. Uh, and that was Taos. like
2: one of those states that we were like, bro, I we have to ride through New Mexico. Um, and then it ended up being one of our favorites. New Mexico actually wasn't supposed to be on the trip. Um, we were supposed to ride through Northeast Arizona. Um, and we were going to go through Navajo country. Well, when coronavirus happened, the Navajo nation was like obliterated by this. Um, they had like a super spreader event in Gallup, New Mexico, um, a couple weeks prior to us riding through there and it just absolutely destroyed them. Um, so riding through that, like hotels were closed, like gas stations and stuff. It was just, it was super difficult. Mm -hmm. So they were actually checking to see if people were going into the Navajo nation, like even side roads that would split off. There was like Navajo police officers (laughs) that were like, no, you guys can't come in here. Mm -hmm. Damn. Super interesting. So then that we ended up having to go through Gallup. Gallup was on total lockdown when we went through there, um, which would have been, Mid May, Um yeah, they were on total lockdown. Nobody in, nobody out. Like the entire city was locked down. Damn, like it was, it was intense. Like I had to talk to the cops, and like the cop was just like he had no idea. He he was shook that my brother and I were riding our bikes. Obviously, yeah. So he's like, "Yo, where's where are you guys coming from?" I was like, "California," and the cop like kind of scoffs. He's like, huh, "Okay, cool." Like. Where's the car that's like bringing you guys along? And I like look at my bike, and I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> "This is what we got. This, this, is, is, what <laughs> this is what I'm power. What I'm packing." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "This is this is this is that." And he kind of just like looks at us, like, "Bro, what? How how am I gonna explain this to my captain? You know what I'm saying?" He's just like yeah. looking at his buddies. He's like, "Y'all, you want to help me? You know what I'm saying?" <laughs> so he's like, "Okay, where are you guys heading?" I was like, "You're gonna love this shit." new york city and he's just like
4: (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: he
2: broke his brain he's He's just like all right let uh, these motherfuckers through one more time (laughs) (laughs) so i was just like yo like honestly we aren't trying to stay here like we're literally just trying to pass through um so reluctantly he let us ride through and that was a ghost town bro like nothing was open so it's just damn wow. like interesting to see that. You know what I'm saying? Gallup was supposed to be one of those places that we were staying at. We we're gonna refill our supplies and stuff like that. And it was just closed. So it was just like, and when, when you're on a bike, when you're in a car, you're like, okay, cool, Gallup's closed, or I'm gonna drive to Albuquerque. But when you're on a on a bike, it's just like thirty miles is gonna take three hours. And it's oh, not yeah. like you're gonna be like, oh yeah, ha, ha cool. I'm gonna ride another 30. Like You just don't do that. You have to think Mm -hmm. about it differently. You know what I'm saying? And these towns, especially in the Southwest, are so spread out. So it's like everything has to be like a logistical – there has to be plan behind it. Like, okay, cool. We are going to go here. And COVID, dude, it happened in Texas too. Like, We're trying to get to a town. This town is 62 miles away. And you're like, okay, this is where we're going to refill our water. Mm -hmm. And we get to the town and it's closed. Like in a car You're like okay cool Fuck it I'm gonna drive 18 more miles Well when you don't have water You don't have water You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. So it's just like It was challenging You always had to have backup And just like Yeah now it was It was a shit show So Fuck It was a shit show
3: <laughs> Well You can imagine You definitely strengthened your mind In the past fucking four months right? Yeah for sure, sure. <laughs> No doubt That is sick And that's something That you check off That you wanted to do Your entire life Oh, yeah, no, that that is is fucking cool. solid. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> to like, us, that four happy.
0: months didn't feel like anything. Like, no, What do you mean, bro? It passed by so quickly. There were, so there were quickly. times, by the way, where I'm sitting in traffic. I'm like,
3: man, this fucking blows. And then I think of Dalton. And I'm like, I like, no, this, <laughs> like, this is fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. As you're sitting in your air conditioning, yeah. I'm dude. like, mm, motherfucker. Even yeah, if yeah, I didn't conditioning, I'll bitch. be home in 40 <laughs> minutes. You know, <laughs> But, yeah, dude, there wasn't a day where I didn't really think about it. I was just like, holy fuck. Yeah
2: no it kind of it does hit different you know it's uh just accomplishing that like i was saying earlier like we're we're just a couple miles away from where we started and when we flew into la and like we're passing like where we started we rode on these roads and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. we're like looking at that and i was just like bro we just didn't stop like and like you would see these guys like riding their bikes and stuff and i'd be like (laughs) yo if you guys write for 93 more days, you'll be in New York. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) that doesn't, it just doesn't sound realistic. You know what I'm saying? But like when you, when you just set your mind to something, you just, you you crush it, you like embrace it, whatever that may be. And like you get pitted, I guess just the only thing that you're thinking about and you wake up and you do it. And then you go to sleep and you wake up and you do it again. And like, that's it. Like, there, there's no secret to success. It's like, okay, you want something? Okay, work your fucking face off, and that's it. Like, and if you do it, you're gonna get results. So, as you're watching your little blue dot, you know, go on your Apple Maps, you're like, oh, son of a bitch, I'm in Arizona. Like, and we are stoked. We're like, dude, yeah. we made it to Arizona. Yeah, that, that's and I'm insane, like, looking at the yeah. map, and I'm like, what's Fuck fucking go, baby? <laughs> we haven't done shit. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, and I'm tired, right? At that point. And then I'm like, bro, how am I gonna keep going? And my poor little brother, dude, he's 18, like weighs 120 pounds soaking wet. And I'm just like looking at him and I'm like, oh, fuck. Dude, I'm like, so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And like, dude, going into Arizona, you have to climb all the way up to Flagstaff. And bro, that was, that was beautiful. Like, I like climbing. My brother doesn't. And climbing from Needles, which you're at like 520 feet elevation, all the way up to Flagstaff, we climbed like, 15,000 feet of elevation gain in three days oh my God. and it was it was brutal and my brother just he, yo he stuck it out like it was impressive so
0: now now you mentioned that most of the trip you didn't use headphones yes Blake used headphones a lot of the time, correct
2: yeah that was a point of contention <laughs>
0: <laughs> now paint me a picture of what kind of headspace you're in when it's just I, I think you 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 went through how many hours you had without Mm. any music without anything
2: almost 400 almost 400 hours like just on the bike
0: like what kind of flow like what what kind of flow state are you in because that's something i'm always interested in especially as an athlete
2: no i think i think the best way to describe it especially to an athlete right like you we are always seeking this place like okay cool like you're an attacking midfielder, right? You see a defender one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You know what move you're gonna take, you make that move, and in that time, it might be five seconds, right? Of like you like dribbling and stuff, you're taking this guy yeah. on one on one. And then you you see that your move works, the defender loses his footing, you have an open shot on net, and like that moment is maybe three to five seconds. Mm-hmm. But in your mind, that shit lasts for like 17 minutes, right? Yeah. You're just like, you break it down. <laughs> and then you you shoot you score whatever on the bike trip it was the same except it was extended and i'm i'm an i'm an anaerobic athlete meaning like i'm everything i do i'm a goalkeeper right i was a baseball player in college everything i do is quick fast twitch everything like boom boom like you have 0.4 seconds to react whatever you know and on the bike trip it went from having 0.4 seconds to react to all right motherfucker you're going to be on the bike for 9 hours today and like how do you I I just didn't have any grasp of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um so in the beginning it was challenging. It was super challenging and like um some of my role models have always talked about like not using music as a way of motivation. Mm-hmm. Because like all of us want motivation. Like motivation makes it easier. But if you can cut all the bullshit out and just motivate yourself and like I've always said I'm intrinsically motivated in comparison to being extrinsically motivated meaning like I get it from within myself I don't need other people I don't need other substances like I don't take Adderall I don't do any I, I, it's me like what I show mm-hmm. up as is me like I have coffee I'm into that you know but like besides that like just getting stoked on what you have um, and in the beginning that was tough dude so eight hours is a long time. Yeah. To, long time. But,
0: but eventually you broke through.
2: Oh, yeah. No, you, you break through and, like, you – and it, it happens over time, right? Like, I think New Mexico is really your breaking point. We rode on the 40, which is the highway. We rode on the 40 from Flagstaff to Amarillo. So just to put it into perspective, that's a long time. You're <laughs> riding through the entire state of – New Mexico, half of the state of Arizona, and into Texas. And at times, you'd be getting passed by semi trucks going 80 miles an hour, right? And like sometimes that shoulder is eight feet wide, and sometimes that shoulder is two feet wide. And like this is because we're on a freeway. So it was like, it's pretty luxurious, two feet of shoulder. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, in comparison to Oklahoma, which is like no shoulder, right? And so I think that that kind of it it was almost like a layup right I was like this is this is a good easy entrance into allowing myself to think I didn't have to worry about getting hit by a car I had to worry about like dodging like shrapnel on the freaking floor I was Mm -hmm. like okay there's like metal there's tires and shit but like it allowed me to just go into my head I wasn't worried about getting hit by a car I wasn't worrying about anything else I was just worrying about putting on miles and the landscape in New Mexico is also super like forgiving like it's like a lot of climbing but it's like long graded climbs and then long graded descents so you like climb a hill for two and a half hours but then you're descending a hill for like an hour and you're like fuck yeah like it, it's it's cool and like it it provides a space um in comparison to a place like missouri where it's like super super steep climbing for a short amount of time and then a super sharp super sharp descent and then like another incline and then it's like up down up down yeah. up down um so you find that flow and then like with time you can start challenging yourself more and no it was it was super cool
0: i yeah, guess i can just imagine like you you probably had days where your eyes are just like glossed over oh my oh, yeah. fucking yeah. in it yeah, there's
2: no focus point it's just
0: and that must just, be yeah. so blissful it, it, that's why i'm just like god damn i need an experience like that mm-hmm.
2: it was it was special and i i think that one of my buddies his name's juan rebel he um he's a cyclist as well he has multiple world records and stuff like that um he was talking to me during the trip and he sent me a message where he was like yo embrace the silence i was like what the fuck is this guy talking about <laughs> yeah and then as i'm like sitting here writing and i'm like you don't hear shit like you're just like you're so lost and you're just like tunnel vision right mm-hmm. And I was saying this earlier, like the first like eight to 15 miles, like you're kind of struggling to find flow. And then all of a sudden, 15 to 65, you're like, holy shit. Like I just crushed five hours of riding and I didn't look up. And you're just like, God damn. So I'm, I'm going into childhood trauma. I'm going into past relationships. I'm going into what I want in future relationships. I'm talking about soccer. I'm talking, dude. I was like, yo, I'm going to be an Olympian. How am I going to be an Olympian? Oh, I'm going to do triathlon. I've never run a fucking triathlon. So I was just like, yeah, no, I think I could do that. And it's just like fucking random rabbit holes and like thinking about people that I met while I was traveling and this and that. And like, you just get so lost. Mm. And like, you wake up and it's just like, oh, whoa, that was sick. And then, like, you go to sleep and then you wake up and you do it again. Like, you can figure out so much shit just by giving yourself that time. So, that is pretty nice. That's what happens when you get lost in the sauce. That's the key word. That's the the key word. Time.
3: Give yourself time. And balance.
0: Balance.
3: balance. (laughs) That's phenomenal. Dude, I don't even know what to say, honestly. I, I took, <laughs> here, like, for example, I think the only way we can all relate it is that if you've ever taken, like, if you ever ever post- postponed a trip, if there was ever a trip with a purpose, right, and then you were like, man, I'm enjoying it, and before I go home, I'm just gonna not tell anyone, but I'm gonna postpone this trip, and I'm gonna stay an extra week just to get lost, hmm. you know? Um, I feel like everyone needs to go through that freaking freedom, dude. So like, it's, think about it and just zone out, look
0: up, <laughs> get lost in the sauce, motherfucker.
2: motherfucker. Sauce. But, but like, that. <sighs> it was, it was liberating. Yeah. Like it's just, it, it is what it is. It's just like, you felt so alive probably. Oh yeah. Well, and I also felt very dead like at the yeah. same time. So that, that's where it's like <laughs> now looking yeah, yeah. back, I'm like, you can glorify it, but of the trip, I was miserable. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. 95% of the trip, Blake was miserable. (laughs) And he will say that. Like, he will be like, bro, no, I was miserable the entire goddamn time. But I feel like I found space to enjoy the shitty aspects of it. Which I think we had talked about this, actually, on the last episode. How, like, we were going into quarantine and we were all kind of, like, talking about... During quarantine, the people that come out on top are going to be the people that spend time getting to know themselves and like saying like, bro, I fucking hate my nine to five. Like I need to, Mm. I need to get out of this. I need to figure something else out. And the people that take the time to evolve are going to come out on top. Well, my brother and I just got to have that experience tenfold by choosing into this adventure. And I think that like the misery of it has served both of us very well. And I've had multiple trips before. This is my brother's first big trip. Um, but I think that, that that misery has served both of us very well, you know. Because I, like, dude, imagine working a job that you fucking hate. Like we we were talking about this earlier. Like mm-hmm. I've had multiple jobs that I hated. Oh yeah. Yeah. For like sure. everybody. Ha- well, I hope everybody has. Just seriously. Everybody interesting has exactly. So for sure. you know
1: too, right? <laughs> like just to be in the world and understand that there are shitty fucking jobs so like you should be happy. Most if you jobs got a good are shitty. One.
2: Yeah. Like bro this sucks. Like living in your early 20s is not fun. Like it's just you not. You have to figure
0: a lot of shit out.
2: Like you have your parents set you up with all these like unrealistic expectations and fucking school. Like
0: Ugh. What did you learn from school?
2: Like now
0: you can ask this guy. Nothing. <laughs> yes. and the same
3: thing that you learned on this trip is that you can accomplish a lot of things. Yeah,
0: okay. exactly. And it's Without just like it. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. And like bro, I failed algebra two, three times. Like I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't gifted in mathematics. I could write a mean story and I could give a mean public speech. But that was like that was it. Right. And then going to college and stuff, I just played baseball. And then on this trip, you know, you like start sitting there understanding like fuck, dude, like I wasted a lot of time doing X, Y, or Z. And I think that that's something that a lot of people need to sit with because when they get stuck in these mundane routines, they don't have the freedom or the ability to sit back and be like, bro, this fucking sucks. Or yeah. this is great. Like, I want to double down on this, you know? And like, I think the people that give themselves that, that platform or that space will, will deliver. And those are the people that you see Kicking the shit out of their twenties. Yeah, for the positive. I, mean, I guess negative they're, too. They're hella
3: beneficial. You can learn a lot sure. of shit out of them. Um, but
0: here's the thing, though. We need to know what the funniest parts of this trip were. <laughs> give give us some funny ass <laughs> observations, are, yeah. stories, you know, whatever you
1: have. Like, let uh, me let me uh, paint a picture for you. Have you ever seen the talk show? Called All Gas, No Breaks.
2: No, but we we referenced All Gas, No Breaks frequently on the trip, but I okay. didn't know that that was a talk show.
1: So All Gas, No Breaks is a talk show hosted by, I wish I could remember his name, but all he does is he goes around to like the shittiest places in the United States and all he does is interview people. That's it. It was the whole show. Like, he went to um, a fucking NASCAR race in Alabama. <laughs> Oklahoma, and it's all just a bunch of fucking, like, Trump's the fucking man. Oh, God. fucking oh, so gun. many of that. So, yeah, like, dude. is you there went... anybody like that or any the entire crazy country. story? <laughs>
2: the entire country. Are you serious? No, okay. So, look, I'm, I'm going to keep crazies it. crazies are everywhere. I'm going to keep it 100% real. In Southern California, we are the most densely populated surface area in the United States of America that I rode through. Okay. What I mean by that is if you were to stretch a map of just sheer surface area, say 100 miles mm-hmm. in Southern California, 100% of that 100 miles is inhabited, right? Yeah, that's true.
0: A lot of it is city. It's very true.
2: And you, okay, like let's say we're going to drive two hours north from here city, 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 all the way up to Santa Clarita. No, and then you go out to Victorville, like I don't want to fucking go out to Victorville. Yeah, no, but like does. if if I did, like I would be in cities and like you're like, oh Cajon Pass, but like Cajon Pass is literally upland San Bernardino and then you like yeah, you know, it, there's always cities. If you go east at all <laughs> at all for like <laughs> He's two so hours, right though, <laughs> like it is no longer city, and you are out of city and you never go back to it. Based on numbers, like Mm. you're going to ride from here to New York City and it's going to take you 93 days. 90 of those days, you are going to be in bumfuck nowhere, (laughs) like dead ass. So with that comes these rural country bumpkins. No offense to anybody that's a rural country bumpkin, but all the offense offense (laughs) at the same time. (laughs) And just what comes along with that, like lack of education we had talked about. And just like, oh, that sounds fucked up. But it, it's the truth. Like, it, it is the truth. It's just, it's, dude, there aren't numbers out there. And so you'll be 30 miles outside of St. Louis. 30 miles outside of St. Louis is the exact same as 200 miles outside of Albuquerque, which is the exact same as 75 miles outside of Denver, which is the exact same as 10 miles outside of Des Moines, Iowa. Like, it's all fucked. It's just like farmland. So you're riding through farm after farm after farm after farm and it never stops. And it's, it's just really interesting because you go into these and that's something that on the bike, in a car, you can pass through a region. You're like, dude, I hate driving through Yeah. whatever. But that's two hours of your life. I hate driving to Vegas. I hate driving to Vegas. Like it sucks. Yeah, We, yeah, we it's agree. Awful. For four hours, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Okay, ride a bike there and it's going to take you five days. <laughs> so you are pitted in this like four hours in a car. You're here for five days. So you're eating at their restaurants. You're stopping at their gas stations. You're staying at their motels. You're camping at their campgrounds. The people that are in the middle of here in Vegas. You can't uh, avoid the culture. Yeah. No, You the, can't and, avoid that. And what kind of culture is that? You're know, like,
1: uh, Desert culture out in California is a trip, though. It's a trip. Like, one but time, outside of it, it's... one time he and I were driving to J Tree, and we dead ass saw a man walking on the highway in a three piece suit. <laughs> In the middle of fucking nowhere. I love that. It was <laughs> 20 miles fuck? away from the nearest town, and homeboy's in a three-piece suit. Bro, he's fitted. Walking down the side crime. of the highway. It's probably even, preaching the, the good gospel. Even better, I don't know if you saw the Zade. He had sandals on. <laughs> Did he actually? Oh, yeah, he had sandals <laughs> what the fuck? In a chilling. three-piece tattered suit. Was it summer? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was hotter dude. than shit outside. It was probably like 106. Just got bro, done with Rob, a photo Rob, shoot. Give him a break. I was like, going to say,
2: bro, he's just vibing. Yeah, he's just doing him. No. Um, okay, so funny stories Fuck There's a lot to remember no, well, And they're, they're, they're pretty apparent um, Okay Blake okay. <laughs> Blake, <laughs> forgive us So, um Oh, fuck Let's go with that one Okay, okay. <laughs> that. I Just oh, remember shit. gold like, the start of that. Yeah, okay, so This is probably Blake's favorite moment um we are in crawfordsville indiana we're staying at a campground um we had just met this guy we were riding home from the cracker barrel actually which we were stoked on the cracker barrel shout out the cracker barrel crawfordsville indiana um we're drive. we're riding our bikes back home it's like 1.2 miles back to the campground right and this fucking car like slams on its brakes and swings over into the shoulder and i was like oh shit like this dude's One of three things is going to happen here. Like, this dude's a Trump supporter that's, like, going to come out and yell at us, like, (laughs) positive or negative things, right? Because we're in the middle of nowhere. Two, like, the person's going to offer us water, which never really happened. And they're going to be, like, somewhat kind. Or three, they're going to get super pissed that we're in their community and, like, they're going to tell us to go the fuck home, which, whatever. (laughs) We didn't want to be in this fucking community. Exactly. I was like, I'm trying (laughs) to get out of here, trust (laughs) me. So anyways, as we're getting closer, I see that he has bike racks on the back of his car. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, this guy's probably going to be chill. He comes out, and he has a six-pack of beer, and he hands us these beers. And he's like, yo, I just wanted to say, like, I own a bike shop in West Lafayette, which is just, like, 40 miles away. And he's like, if you guys need anything, if you're riding that direction, like, come through tomorrow. Um, These beers are for y'all. Whatever, whatever. So we're like, fuck yeah, dude, beers. So we go back to the campground, we crush our beers and we're like, okay, cool. We're going to take a shower and then head to bed. So Blake and I are showering next to each other, right? Like in the stalls and stuff. And like, we're just shooting the shit like, oh, Crawfordsville, Indiana, whatever random shit we were talking about. Right. So halfway through the shower, Blake goes, you know, I really fucking hate when you have to take a shit after you shower because it's like, it's like sacrilegious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm dirtying my clean body as soon as I get out of the shower okay yeah so I was like thinking about it and I was like bro honestly low-key I don't have any problem with it but like whatever and like we start talking about the next thing well I think Blake gets out of the shower um and all of a sudden I'm showering by myself and I hear Blake ripping ass in a stall that's like four <laughs> stalls down and bro like going ham like And turkey. it It was it was it was a solid shit, right? So me being me, I was just like, God motherfucking damn. And Blake, like, you could hear a pin drop. And I was like, all of a sudden Blake continues ripping ass. But then Blake comes up to like the little crack in the fucking shower and he's like, bro that's not me. And I was like, Oh God. Oh fuck. And I just lose it dog. Like to the point that I'm like, I'm laughing so hard that I feel like I'm going to vomit. And I hear Blake like scurrying. He's like, Oh God. Like he grabs all of his shit and he leaves. And I'm literally, I'm stuck in this bathroom, fucking dripping wet with this unknown person that I like yelled at. And, Oh dude, it was it was brutal. It was just the most awkward like 3 minute exchange. Dude finishes taking a shit and then he comes into the shower right next to me. And one of the perks and disadvantages of being tall is like you can see over like pretty much any wall in a bathroom, right? Like if you're standing up next to whoever. Well, Homie's about the exact same height as me. So he walks <laughs> into the shower and he just like looks at me and I'm looking at him. <laughs> and we make eye contact and I'm like, I'm like sup sup homie how you doing I'm like I said, good job taking the shit before the shower <laughs> so then I ended up going to see Blake and Blake dude he was cracking up oh, oh god. my god it was just one of those moments that I was like it was literally, like, one of those Southwest Airlines, like, want to get away moments. And I was yeah. just, like, I would pay 89 bucks to take a flight fucking anywhere right now. <laughs> what was his demeanor? Like, was he, was he pissed? Was he... Bro, he's just a fucking country cowboy. And he just, like, looked... And the worst part was, honestly, I don't know why, but, like, his 11-year-old child was in the bathroom at the same time. So then I end up walking out of the shower, and his 11-year-old kid is just, like, staring at me. <laughs> Not taking a shower, not taking a shit, just like in the bathroom with us. So what? it was just like. Just to add even more wait, Where awkward, were you showering again? Uh, campground the, the campground shower. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was really confused I'm for a second. I'm like, has a wait, shower. what place
1: has a bathroom and a, it, and a shower? In the
2: yeah. System? No, it was just like, I like walk out and this little black haired kid is just like. I was like. What's up, bro? Bro, your dad laid down the pounds. It's <laughs> yeah, <their stuff>. <laughs> yeah. like, how's your night going? He's like, good. I was forest like, forest
3: really has some thick ass logs. <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: just like, oh, dude, it's humiliating. Um, and then another quick one would be Northwest Arkansas, going up from Fort Smith to Fayetteville. Um, we're in the middle of nowhere, and it's a big climb. You're in the middle of the jungle, like it's just like. It's it's pretty gnarly. I called you, actually. Yeah. Um, I had FaceTimed you, and I was just like, bro, this is absolutely unreal. Um, so when you leave Fort Smith, you end up going through some other tiny little town. Um, I'm blanking on the name. Um, but then from that tiny little town, you end up taking straight north up through this, like, scenic view highway, right? And it was super beautiful. Um, but you don't see anybody. There's just nothing up there, right? So, again, climbing. That was more my strong suit, so, like, I was enjoying, which Blake was too, but, like, it was just, it was a pretty cool ride. It was pretty, it was a lot of solitude, and you're just, like, hanging out. Well, out of nowhere, bro, and it's, it's cloudy, overcast, raining on us a little bit, right? Not ideal conditions to go on a walk or anything. So, as we're riding up the, the mountain, Blake is like, bro, can we please take a break? And I was like, fuck, okay, cool, we're going to take a break. So, I was really, like, breaking. I see about, I'll say a quarter of a mile up the highway, a person walking in the middle of the highway. And it's a two-lane highway. We haven't seen very many cars all day, but I was just like, where the fuck is this person coming from? And why are they walking in the middle of the highway? Oh, okay, whatever, Arkansas, like, they can do whatever the hell they want. And as they're getting closer, I realize that this lady doesn't have shoes on. I was like... That's interesting. I was like, we are 20 miles from anywhere, and this lady doesn't have shoes on. It's raining. I look at Blake. I'm like, yo, we're going to need to wrap this up real quick. Like, we need to get out of here. So as we start riding, this lady's getting closer and closer to me, and, like, I just do a polite thing. Like, oh, hey, how you doing? She goes, meow. I was like, hmm? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Meow, meow, meow. And I was like, she meowing at me like oh no, did you meow what? back what? So i literally meow, meow, i was just like what the fuck and blake yeah. is behind me just dying right and we just like continue <laughs> up the up the hill and i like i was like dude i just got meowed at in the middle of the fucking forest and then blake is like bro that lady just meowed at you and i was like that was ang- like yeah, that, so just like shit like that. that's some
3: like
0: fucking all gas no break shit
2: that is some all gas no especially break the one where uh the furry. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, where it goes to FurryCon? No, it's furry con. con. Dude, stuff
0: oh like that God. pisses me off because I want to understand the context. Like, where are you coming from? Who the fuck are you? What situation are you in? I
1: think yeah. it's one of those things Dude. Where I don't want to know. You know what's fucking crazy? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you brought Just this up. Just leave
3: it. <laughs> I was at fucking Target today. And Target? there was like, for some reason, the interactions between people. Hmm. The people that were shopping versus the people that work there and all that stuff, right? I realized today that a lot of people are fucking retarded with their manner big words yeah Ooh, big appropriate words, words. they're just so like that kind of shit mm-hmm. you know like the Meow. hey sir can i help you you know <laughs> and you, you like what the hell <laughs> the would the roof. other person do the other person would be like what you know i'm not That's serving so your bitch <laughs> ass and then today i saw this guy he literally picked up like a bunch of merch items from around the store put on a beanie with the tag he put on uh, a pair of shades that he found sideways like like this like one of the arms was just sticking down <laughs> right and then he has a I'm pair so of headphones on and he's pl- clicking the demo button and he's just sitting there holding an abc's book reading this grown ass 47 year old man all right did he and did then he i'm looks- like
0: are you sure he wasn't mentally unstable? Yeah, Ill? I was about what? to say he's like,
1: probably like, mentally unstable. <laughs> yes.
0: Do I you're making walk on of somebody yeah, with a disability like, this,
1: right now? This guy was fine because he was
3: talking to other people like normally too.
1: So you're telling me he's just like
3: A B C <laughs> he's like, Oh uh, sorry, what did you say over there? No, Wait, no, what, like, he, was miss- <laughs> he was legit. No, legit. Like what he was actually talking to customers. He worked there? So he was normal. Oh. He was a normal person. Normal ass. Other than what the fuck are you doing? He's
2: just vibing. I mean, there's that. I know, but it's just like
3: there was something the vibe was off and i can guarantee you if you feel like the vibe is off the vibe is off Facts. there's something i, wrong. I will 10 out of 10 agree with that usually so like i'm like let me just like slide on out and just pretend like i didn't see anything somebody <laughs> just, else can deal with him like, not, yeah exactly someone else will handle that yeah, it was just funny <laughs> that you brought that up and I just had like a for like real I was like that was a roller coaster of a story, right? <laughs> I literally felt like I lost a brain cell today. I don't know what happened, but like it's all good. Same. I feel like yeah. I just it lost might be the one heat, too. Dude. I don't know.
0: Sai's mind is just all gas no brakes. Yeah, all dude. Gas, all gas, breaks. no brakes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we we need we need but, a trip like some shit like this, man. I need to do something like that.
2: I'm Come down. through.
0: Come through, baby. I mean, you're the man to be around if I'm gonna do a trip like that. <sighs> yeah, me, yeah. seriously, Fuck. dude. I'm you telling you, I'm gonna
3: take you some fucking crazy places. Yo, I'll take fort, you down to the to, Amazon. We need to go international, dude. Like internation. I'm down. Internation. <laughs> internation. But yeah, <laughs> yeah um,
2: tell tell no, where. for real. Get lost in the sauce. Outside. Yo,
1: bike trip across Europe.
2: I would be down. Yeah. I actually know people that have done it, and I, I feel like that's like a. It would be. It would be. Super interesting. In the U.S., you know, we're a big country, and like we should probably be multiple countries. But yeah, like going through Europe, you're going to be speaking different languages. You're going to have different cultural norms and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be super interesting. What's
3: interesting is that when I traveled a lot, you you probably got this a lot. Um, not only do you have GPS, but you have the translator. Oh yeah, it's your second. Oh, hand. now you have iOS so oh, 14 I too. Google. Yeah, the,
1: the newest update is insane with no its way. translator. It makes app. it so easy. Yeah, like really? you don't really. you I don't have, have to, learn, have another to learn, learn another language through Google, Google anymore. No. There's still almost no sick. point. It's pretty fucking accurate, too. It's pretty good. Really? Oh, yeah. It's nuts. Like, you could say anything into it, really. In any it, language, and it'll yeah. just, like, it's got it. It's officially released, too?
2: Yeah. Well, it's in beta. So, beta so. still? Oh, it's in beta? Yeah. I it still
1: it, does a pretty good job. Like, still, yeah. Yeah. That's it's no slouch, for sure. It's, it's one of the best impressive. I've seen.
2: Dude, but see, okay, so now this is my question. When I've traveled, like, I don't get cellular data. I don't want an international plan because mm-hmm. I feel like it low key takes away from it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like if you have this tool, but you don't have data, obviously you can't use that. You know what actually, I'm
3: saying? Um, you, what I did was I didn't want to do data either cause I wanted to just like actually get lost. Right? right. So what I did was I started like, um, if I was at Starbucks, I'd connect to the Wi-Fi, download the offline one. Uh huh. You can download it offline for like certain words and like, or like, a. Like, part one of, like, a script of words or something. Like right. Yeah, so that's if like, you it's, really need to use it.
2: How you know? do you, oh, seeing that's, I'm, um, like, a purist when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'm, like, that's you'd mean, you can kind like, of use, yeah, like, like, body language. Like, <laughs> that's what's
3: crazy. You can use body language. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah. For a lot of things.
2: Well, am like, bro, well, when I played in Montenegro, like, mm. the goalkeeper coach was Serbian, and he would speak to me in French because he played in France. Yeah. I don't speak French, but <laughs> I speak Spanish. So then he'd be like, oh, and I was like, oh, that kind of sounds <laughs> nobody. Like why this. was that so accurate? And I was like, true. I think he's telling me to take a step forward and like <laughs> distribution. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> uh, no, but it. I think that that's like something that I I need to work on because if it's not like super pure i'm always like like cheat codes you know like we were talking about this the other day yeah. like i i growing up as a kid i never used cheat codes on any video game like mm-hmm. like very anti so they'd be like yeah if you're playing grand theft auto and you like do this this and that like this allows you to do that and i was like well, yeah. why would i want to do it's that? like you want to
3: see the natural outcome of
2: things. yeah exactly yeah. and it's like i don't want to so if i'm in the middle of serbia like if i can't say what i want to say then like then we roll the dice, you know, yeah. and that that's kind of the fun we see what habit, happens, which I guess everything's like, that's a risk it's kind of ignorance that's too, sick. but oh, it's kind of cool
0: I'm pretty sure you can you can make <laughs> it cool. through I, without I, I, I,
2: I, but you learn so much more when you're in that space, right, like throughout the trip, there are so many times where like you had to have like a big appetite for risk, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, cool, like right now this if we do x, y or z like this could happen riding on certain roads that don't have shoulders like you're just constantly being berated with different things that could happen like you try to minimize as much as you can but then when you Mm -hmm. go international like yeah different stuff comes up and stuff that you don't even know you know what i'm saying like you don't know how to react to these things and then you take out common language now all of a sudden like your biggest tool is no longer your biggest tool so then you have to yeah like, you can with a square one yeah, exactly. i can see yeah. the
3: challenging things like for some, uh this one time i went to a supermarket in the middle of bahrain okay all right sounds a little i've never been there my first time the only thing that i recognized was mcdonald's bahrain <laughs> so um i forgot what i did dude i like I guess my manners were off according to them. Right, right, right. <laughs> because you got to learn the the culture. You got to remember that that some things don't slide in some countries or they're looked at as like negative. Yeah. Which is weird, right? So sometimes if you go that could be like an offensive thing Super. in some countries, you know what I mean? But to me it's like it's lit, you know? Like right. <laughs> <laughs> it's lit. So it, it, like I I forgot what I did, but I I'm pretty <laughs> sure Matthews. I got
1: scolded. I'm just picturing sorry, I'm just what? picturing you going like in some country and yeah. that's their equivalent of some like uh-huh. yeah. really horrible or like dude, oh dude
3: like that dates back to one tragedy. of our civil wars like yeah. in, for example in Same egypt <laughs> in egypt if you go aha that's that's how bad uh, so if uh,
1: I'm, I'm carrying God, sorry people of egypt if i'm carrying uh-huh. an aha uh-huh.
0: uh-huh uh-huh around with me huh sparkling water beverage yeah are people gonna find that offensive uh-huh. if they Where? look at the can in egypt in egypt yeah. Why would
3: they find that offensive?
0: Because it says aha.
3: No, well, well yeah, maybe. I don't know, dude. But like, fucking Egyptians. For bro. example, answer your question, fucking Egyptians. To, if you can, if you can manage to <laughs> fucking fuck <laughs> cultures, shit. if you
1: can manage to fucking get an aha uh-huh in Egypt, I would one be impressed, yeah. uh-huh. and two, I don't think they would know, uh-huh, right? They right? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So, yeah wait, most wait. people speak what? Um, what like Arabic, Sanskrit, Sanskrit. <laughs> Uh,
2: gibberish <laughs> damn I would have to ask uh, yeah but, but we gotta be aware of that which is crazy but,
0: but th- like the point is you can make it through a trip like that without you know your dumbass picking up your phone every five minutes and then having oh, no. to translate yeah, it with yeah, I mean, Absolutely. That's,
2: that, that's kind of where I was going with that it's like it's in different strokes right if you're on your honeymoon with your girl and you're like yeah no I want to I want this to be intimate or whatever. And you're like oh, trying no, to like no, 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 like whoever, you know, you're like trying to get in somewhere and you're like, okay, cool. I'm gonna bust out the translator. Or if you're seeing one <laughs> you're like, hey, you trying to bust like... <laughs> out <this> translator. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know, like there's a time and a place for it, yeah. but
3: I don't know. I, yeah, I need to work. Just key it. things, you know, you need to learn are just like, um, numbers. Yeah. Um,
2: like who gives a fuck about numbers? You know Where I'm like, I mean, one, two, three, four? Exactly. Yeah. No, no, like, no, no, this enough for currency. Oh, okay. you don't want to get yeah. ripped off. Yeah. No, see, and that that okay, because yeah. they're like, "Yo, give me this," and you're like, "That's I'm a like, really Bro, I thing. have no idea how much money that is," and so I just give them like twenty bucks, and you yeah. are like, "And you're like, home. I'm like, you bitch." Yeah.
3: You is, like, is this home, a shilling or a peso? Which <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's like I don't know. What is your value system here? That's interesting.
1: No, it's usually like um where's the bathroom is like kind of a go-to. I mean, oh, yeah. why not? Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to have an emergency, you want to be That's able to call true. out where it is. Like, <sighs> can you imagine how shitty it would be if you, were, oh, uh, <laughs> if you were in like, I don't know, name any country that doesn't speak English. Croatian. Wait, well, what did you say? Croatia? Croatia? Yeah. Let's go with Kazakhstan. Okay. And you're like, I'm going to shoot liquid out of my ass right now <laughs> all over this restaurant. And I don't know where to go. And you just stand up and you say, where's the bathroom? (laughs) And no one has any idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, That immediacy, you're like, I
2: need help right now, is not going to get taken care of whatsoever. No, but then you just take a shit on outside the restaurant. (laughs) And then you go back inside. It's all good. Your (laughs) guys' problem for not speaking English. Yeah, Yeah.
3: (laughs) exactly. (laughs) That's
0: such okay, an American way.
3: I swear to God. Yeah. I mean, it's the language of business, dude. Yeah. I don't know what the hell else you want me to convince you with. Here. No,
1: I think that that would be. you know, that's interesting. No, it's like, where's the bathroom? Where's some good food?
2: Yeah, and that's then, like, that's what I was gonna say. Like, dude, best restaurant. Yeah, like, where's the best restaurant? They don't have if the you, you want to eat that that good, good, like, I want some traditional ass food from wherever I'm at. Mm. Like, I'd want to know that. One hundred percent. Montenegro, bro. Oh my God. There's these. They, they will well, they, they have burek? And Burek is like, oh, I don't even know how to, it's like, okay, basically think about a croissant, like the, the breading that's in a croissant, you know, it's like all flaky oh, and shit. Okay. okay and so I love, funny that
0: you mentioned croissant. I
2: love food, bro. And that is like this flaky, layered, dense, little flaky goodness. Right. And mm. they put like feta cheese. Sometimes they put like spinach. They'll put some meat in there. Oh. Bro. Burek you get for literally like a Euro. And they give you, like, four of these fucking, like, think of, like, kind of like a crepe, too. Like, crepe meets croissant meets savory dish. And you're, like, holy shit. Dude, say no more. Bro, it was good <laughs> as fuck. Bulking season. And I was, like, constantly, like, in the morning I'd go down and, like, it had, like, this, I, I don't know if it was Montenegrin meat or whatever, but it was, like, it kind of had this weird aftertaste. So I was kind of worried about getting sick. But then I was, like, bro, fuck it. Like, if I get sick, I get sick. Yeah. We're gonna Thanks. risk it. I love those lines. No, yeah, yes. like, all right, fuck it. No, yeah. I'm
1: laughing at like you know how Mexico has like Montezuma's Revenge oh, yeah. if you drink the water, some shit like that. Montenegro's is, uh, is revenge. version. Montenegro's,
3: <laughs> 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 Montenegro's revenge. Did I say Montenegro's? <laughs> no, revenge? Montezuma's. But we we're oh, like, oh no, yeah, I was gonna, gonna say, does
1: like does Uruguay have a version where it's a uh, Montenegro meat? You know where it's gonna fuck you oh, up? After oh them? yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, fuck it. I, I guess it I, I, I just sent it and like I didn't really worry about it, you know, and I never got sick. But now, now that I'm in New York, there is. Oh, I guess I have to mention that I'm dating somebody right. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. what's her name? Sassy. She, baby. Shout girl. out Sassy. Oh, what's up, Sassy? <laughs> um, yeah. So across from her apartment, I I don't have sex, so I've never stayed at her apartment. But that's besides the point. Um, i knew you were a virgin <laughs> <laughs> he's a virgin yeah he's we know <laughs> <I, laughs> we forget. do read the bible though um, <laughs> um we yeah there's this this coffee shop it's called the peaky barista oh I my walk God. Over i fucking there, love it already dude and i walk in peaky boy, and the and peaky boy. they have budek right there and i was like yo why do you guys have this and she's like i'm from montenegro and i'm like Montenegro is such a small country. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I was just like, dude, this isn't like the, the, the chances are just slim. And the budek was seven dollars for one little piece, oh. and I bought it for the culture. I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm gonna support capitalism. You know? But I was just like, fuck, dude. I want to go back. No, I had to I do it for the culture. Yeah, always. <laughs> that was a consistent on the trip. It was just like, fuck. Like we're here. I tried to ride a bull, but then oh, that was gonna sound insensitive. The George Floyd incident occurred as i was trying to find a bowl to ride and then i was like okay cool this is no longer like mm. something i should be concerning yeah by. i was yeah. like okay cool like there's bigger problems you know what i'm saying yeah. so then we like kind of flipped and like yeah no it was cool so
3: i still find that insane and amazing that you guys were finding out all this news on the times that you were stopped after being so goddamn tired and then you guys are just still like
2: what is happening? Oh, dude! And what is happening to us? <laughs> well, like, and half the time, like we didn't have service or whatever, and like you'd come into service, and you're like, I didn't really want to even be on social media. and Like we'd kind of pop on, and it'd be like, ah, oh, fuck, like this, this is just like taxing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And social media, we all go through breaks and stuff where we're like, fuck yeah, I, like I'm kind of into this or whatever. And I think the whole trip, we we're both kind of in a place where we're like, dude, I can't take in regular people stuff at this moment. Like everybody's talking about quarantine. We missed all the quarantine like shit that people yeah. were doing. Like baking sourdough bread. <laughs> I, I never did that, right? I because I, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. I was on the like, <laughs> I kinda wish like, i did really that, early on <laughs> yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like I, I missed all the trends, you know? And so then we'd get online and then we'd kind of start seeing stuff and like when that incident occurred and you felt the severity of it. And there was an actual switch right and before we've had instances where police brutality was a thing and we kind of like oh yeah police brutality done you know Mm -hmm. this one was like it hit different um and so being on the road and not knowing the severity of it we're in dallas which dallas has like has an interesting history with black lives matter and like there was the police Police were ambushed. I believe five cops were killed in downtown Dallas. So as we were in Dallas, and that that was completely separate from the Black Lives Matter movement. This guy just had beef, and like he took advantage of a situation. Um, So to be in Dallas as that's going on, the city put in like super hardcore curfews and stuff. And they're like, nobody's outside. This is not happening. We aren't dealing with it. So then they kept like extending the curfew zone back and back and back and back. So then Blake and I are like, fuck, dude, we really got to get out of here. Like, how are we going to do this? So we're coming out of Dallas and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden we're like, dude, we're in Plano, Texas, which is like North Texas, right? We turn down this street and it's a busy street, but then all of a sudden there's no cars. And i do dude, what the fuck is going on? Like, there's cops everywhere. And I was just like, dude, <sighs> this is like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm like, dude, we're 40 miles outside of Dallas. But I was like, what if there's, like, some type of protest or something like that? And then all of a sudden, you see, like, a massive entourage of people. And we, like, rode right into a protest. <laughs> um, And so to witness that, like, it wasn't on purpose, but just to be part of that and then blake and i were like well shit like we agree with what they're saying like this is this is an issue this is an ongoing thing like systemic racism is a problem like you look at it and like there's two white dudes riding a bike across the country and we don't have to think about it right yeah Mm -hmm. and just a few weeks prior we had slept on private property when we had just gone into texas and i woke up in the middle of the night and i had like this weird almost like a night terror where I woke up and I was just like, fuck, dude, like, I have black friends that could not be doing this right now. And I was like, if somebody found us on private property and I popped my head out and I was a white dude, I would be all right.
0: More mm-hmm. times than not. I'd be like, yeah.
2: yo, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I didn't have anywhere to sleep. Whatever, I could talk my way out of it. If I was black, that wouldn't happen. Oh, yeah. Different and story. And so it's, it's a completely different story. And the way that they had played in the news is black dude breaks into freaking – private property and he got shot like he deserved what was coming and that's fucked you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so then as we're like that was a few weeks prior to george floyd and then as we're going through this like there was kind of this weird going back to like the no headphones and stuff like all i could think about was the fact that dude we're in this section of history where like there's so much changing we have these computers on our hands constantly we can research whatever we want but then how much of that is filtered through media how much of that is like people you were just talking about homie with the sideways glasses right that that dude literally has the same ability to research as anybody else but if it's filtered homie cares about putting his glasses on sideways and that's yeah. it like he doesn't he doesn't give a shit about anything else like yeah he's hanging out and i think that systemic racism here in Southern California is more opaque. Like it's not in our faces for at least for me. Like I, I don't see it as much. Right. Mm -hmm. But I am a white dude. And so as we're going through this, I was just like, fuck dude, like I really do want to be a better ally. So then fast forward to the protests and stuff. And like, it was overwhelmingly positive positive. There were some shitheads that were, like, trying to cause issues, and most of those people were actually white. Of course. Dude, that's something that a lot of people of don't talk about. Yeah. A lot of the
1: fucking people in protest were white that were causing all the shit. They're just completely. Well, cool. and they, they
2: were, they're opportunistic people that are, like, taking advantage of an opportunity to start shit. Yeah. But then the Plano police chief was a black dude, and he was out with the protesters talking, and, like, there was this other guy that was speaking, and he was like, Super empowering and just like very positive, and like you're just keeping it 100, just like yo, this is a fucking issue, you know what I'm saying? Um, so just to ride into that was super interesting, right? And so then from there, there's North Texas, we go up through Texoma, Texoma, we go um, up into Atoka, Oklahoma, Atoka, Oklahoma, we go into Tallahina uh, before Tallahina, we went into Sardis Lake, so in between Atoka and Sardis Lake. It was hot, 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 like hotter than this room right now. It's kind oh, of hot. Oh, this room, this room's <laughs> hot. Yeah, right. this room's all, kind of hot. We're all jacking these, all like, when these up, lights man. come on. Whew, I'm like, yeah. I'm sweating, but um, no, so it was about like, I'll say 96, 90% humidity. We leave that morning. Um, fuck. Um, we leave that morning. It was hot. We stayed in a motel, opened the door, and instantly you're like, okay, I'm going to be out in this shit for eight hours. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah. So we start riding our bikes, and for whatever reason, this day just decided to be the shittiest day of the trip, okay? So we're riding on the, the highway. The highway, the shoulder disappears, okay? Blake looks at me and he's like, bro, I don't feel comfortable with riding in this. It's literally a three-way, three-lane, one-direction freeway, okay, going both ways, no shoulder. So you would have to ride in the right lane of the freeway and just hope that somebody sees you and doesn't hit you for literally as far as I could see. So like two miles at least. So then I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm not comfortable with this either. And then I'm like looking back and I'm looking at the map and I'm like, dude, we'd have to backtrack 15 miles, hop on a dirt road and it's going to zigzag. Like we, we won't make it like that. We don't have water. We don't have supplies. We don't have any of this. Like we couldn't make it that far. So then I was like, okay, Cool. I'm looking around. Like I said earlier, there's always a way. There's always a way around whatever issue you're having, right? So I look over to the far left and I see a freaking construction zone. These construction jo- zones, I swear in my life, were strategically placed throughout the freaking trip that we just so happened to get lucky and we rode <laughs> through them every single time. So we end up crossing six lanes of freeway traffic, like Frogger style, like oh right? my God. <laughs> make it over <laughs> to oh the God. left side of the highway. And we ride through the construction zone. Okay. Well, then we end up making it through a toka. Like we're, we're cruising through whatever, like there's like all these Trump flags. And I was like, okay, cool. Whatever is Oklahoma. And fuck Oklahoma. we, fuck Oklahoma. and so then I see that there's this dirt road. So I take this dirt road. I'm like, Blake, this is what we're going to have to do. And he's like, bro, I'm so sick and tired of this. I was like, bro, I feel this. Like this is, it's not fun. Right. Cruising on on this dirt road, I have this pit bull that is not chained come screaming out of this freaking yard and starts running at me full sprint, just like attacking, right? And you can kind of gauge with dogs, right? Mm -hmm. Blake and I at this point have like some PTSD with dogs, but a couple barks and they think that they're playing. This is generalizing, but mm-hmm. a couple barks, you're like, okay, ha, ha cool. I might be able to play with them. No barks. You are fucked. Like this dog just like saw us in full tilt sprint coming at me. And I was riding in front of Blake. I was on a dirt road uphill. So I'm like, I start trying to sprint away from him and I see that the dog is going to catch me. At the last second, I kind of spun my back tire and I have a lot of weight on there. It's like 110 pounds, right? Oh yeah and this dog goes to bite my my calf and it catches my bike frame and it like munched my bike frame and then it was like it probably hurt itself right and so then it like kind of trots back and i was just like holy shit like that was intense oklahoma (laughs) cross the freeway we take a bridge right we're in this tiny little section of like housing before we start climbing right And I was just like, dude, I am exhausted. It's hot outside. There's nowhere to eat. Like, I'm I'm frustrated. This dog attacked us. Blake and I are literally kind of scared. We're just like, dude, if this is a thing throughout the trip, like, I'm looking at the map, and I see that we have a 20-mile stretch of dirt road in front of us. So I'm like, this is going to be shit all day, Mm -hmm. and it's hot. Long story short, as we're riding on this, we see multiple dogs, but I also start getting flat tires. Okay? Fuck. I end up getting five flat tires this day five so a flat tire you have to take all your bags off you have to undo the tire you have to find the hole in the tube you have to replace the tube or patch it either or find the thing that was fucking with the tire take that thing out of the tire put the tire back in add your bags and then you ride again okay it's, it's a 35 minute process like unloading everything doing it and there's no fucking shade oh yeah doing that five times i start getting super pissed and Blake is just, like, kicking it, bro. I was like, you son of a bitch. Like, at <laughs> least if it's, like, Blake like, and me both getting flat tires, it would have been chill. You know what I'm saying? But it was all me. Um, So we finally, I see that there's a gas station that's, like, 40 miles in front of us. I was like, okay, cool. We'll restock there. Well, five flat tires later, and it is now 630. And Fuck, the gas station closed. A gas station closed. And it's the only gas station within 60 miles. So it's just like, I literally don't know what to do. Yeah, you blanked out. And yeah, I'm like, okay, we are out of water. And when I get hungry, like if I'm, if I'm running, at that point we're running massive calorie deficits, you know what I'm saying? So I haven't eaten all day. Mm-hmm. I am fucking starving. I have no water. And I see these two ladies come pulling in as Blake and I are sitting there. And we also had no service. So that was mm-hmm. like, yeah <laughs> yeah. i was like oh well, fuck like this is <laughs> this is a challenge like this is what i wanted right and so these two ladies come pulling in separate cars i'm like yo, yo yo excuse me excuse me she like rolls down her window i was like look my brother and i are riding across the country right now we don't have any water she's like oh that's a problem and i'm like no fucking shit like okay can you help me normal person would be like oh my god sweetie like yeah hop in the car i'll figure something out you yeah. know what i'm saying Anyways, she looks at her friend. She's like, My friend over there lives down the street. And I was like, sick, like we're gonna we're gonna get helped out. She like yells over whatever her name is. Literally, this chick like waves her hand and pulls away. And like just like she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, call her. Like, Ugh. yeah, help. Like, we need help right now. Like this is we are out of water. We literally have like half a bottle between the two of us. And we're in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. And I was just like, dude, like I'm, I've been having this problem with flat tires. And if you don't know if you're going to pop another one, right, it's hot as fuck outside and I need help. And this person literally just takes off both of them. So Blake looks at me and like, at that point I was just like, I know that we could just keep pushing and like, yeah, we're hella fucking thirsty but we have more left in the tank. Like Goggins talks about it all mm-hmm. the time, right? Like when you're tired, you still have 40% left. So I was like, okay, cool. I wonder if that works with being thirsty. So <laughs> I was just like, sick, we'll find out. <laughs> So we end up cruising out of there. And about 10 miles later, we come into this house that there's people outside. Okay. And they kind of have like a, a, a hedge that they're standing behind and they, they have a lot of property. And I yell up, I was like, yo, excuse me. Like by any chance, can you guys help us out? And now we're behind the hedge, right? And they're like, who the fuck's asking? And I was like, <clears throat> the only fucking asking? person out here? Like, yeah. hello, dude on his bike. Like, I need help. He comes around. He's like, what do you need? I was like, dude, we ran out of water. The gas station was closed. Like, I need help. Wife goes inside, gets us some water. She brings out four bottles of water, and we crush all four instantly. (laughs) I'm like, okay, cool. We needed that. And she's like, oh, my God, do you need more? I was like, yes, please. (laughs) So she goes back and gets eight bottles of water, whatever. Sheesh. Meanwhile, this guy and his friend are sitting there talking to us, and he's like, yo, you guys look like you've been riding a long way. I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, where are you guys from? I was like, California. He's like, fuck California. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right.
3: <laughs> fuck Oklahoma. Everywhere, everywhere in this
2: it country
0: sounds like, hates California. Yeah, it sounds know, like a not. lot of people in Oklahoma are low IQ. I'll <laughs> tell yeah, you that. Yeah, no, for
2: sure. And so then I was like, okay, cool. At this point, like, you have to manipulate the situation. It's like, homie is obviously aggressive. He's been drinking. He has beers in his hand. Not a happy camper. Whatever. Like, <clears throat> I At this point, you are in a point of privilege, right? Like, I'm a white dude. I can kind of play right mm-hmm. so I was like oh yeah cool haha ha. I don't like it either which I love California but that's yeah. besides the point so he's like oh what are you guys doing I was like oh we're riding from California to New York City he's like New York City that's a shithole too I was like so is your piece of shit property but like okay cool I need water so then he's like oh, oh so uh God. what have you guys what have you guys been paying attention to the uh to the news lately and I was like I knew exactly what he was talking about and I was like no sir He's like, have you seen uh, Minneapolis? And I was like, no, sir. He was like, basically burning that shit down to the ground. And I was like, "Mm, that's interesting. Like, just trying to change the subject. I was like, oh, yeah, no, like, I haven't seen anything, but we're really excited to get uh, to Arkansas. I heard it's beautiful. And he's like, yeah. and like you see he's getting like agitated and shit mm-hmm. and I was just like fuck dude like I don't know how to get out of this conversation and I like look at Blake and Blake looks at me and he's like bro I'm just gonna not say anything so he's like the guy that was speaking the whole time he's like you know if I was police chief I'd kill every last one of those motherfuckers motherfuckers <sighs> don't deserve to live and I was like what the fuck I was like "Who?" okay like
0: that's why you're not police chief yeah no yeah Yeah, seriously a
2: normal dude that just thinks that we are also normal dudes that like he can speak like that too but in that position like bro oklahoma they have concealed carry like he could do whatever he wants and like and at this point they've put me on their private property to get their fucking water bottles yeah so it's like at that point like what am i supposed to do you know you're playing along so then you have to. Yeah, just to get the hell out of there. And so it was just, it was a really eye opening experience where it's like, yo, like we had a friend of mine who is black that wanted to go on the trip. And like for whatever reason, it just fell through. But I was just like, bro, what if the homie was here? Oh, God. I could, they, oh. he literally would have taken the water and poured it out in front of us and told us to get the fuck out of there. Or worse, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's just yeah. like, you don't, you don't realize how, and we, Living in the United States are all coming from a point of privilege being here. And I do understand that. Like, this is different than Western Africa or freaking in Colombia, like the yeah. amount of poverty or like whatever. Like, I do understand that. Like, but at the same time, innocent people are dying that shouldn't be dying. Like, mm-hmm. there's shit happening with women, like dudes just popping in and like raping women, killing people. And it's just like, bro, this is fucked. You know, when you're out there on the road and you're vulnerable and you start seeing this shit, you're like, if I was, if I was a woman, I probably wouldn't be able to take this trip on my own. Mm-hmm. If I was black, I wouldn't be able to take this trip on my own. Like, it's, it's fucked up. Yeah. And so it's just like, and then you go into politics, you know, it's just like right now, this is like, it's coming to a head. And so it's just, it's interesting to be able to be on the road during such an iconic period of history as a white dude. That seeing all of this shit and you're like yo this is broken and like how do you how do you fix it you know mm-hmm. so it's just, it was it, it challenged a lot and in going into the no headphones saying like bro that's all i could think about for mm-hmm. a month mm-hmm. i was like dude like how how do you fix this is it my job to fix it and I'm, you know like nowadays you're fucked if you do and fucked if you don't like <laughs> if you help you're fucked and like if you don't help then you're an asshole and it's just like but no, that that was an interesting little stint on the trip where I was just mm. like, dude, this is backwards. Yeah, that's crazy because we only hear about these things, you don't see it. No, yeah, exactly. And we saw it multiple times. That is insane. Yeah, like, how many
0: people who are racist do you come across here? here? No, it's, it's just zero.
3: zero. It's maybe jokingly, but it's never like for real. Like no, that. it's like opaque. That guy that's what I was like, saying. Like, I was trying to get aggressive. No,
2: right super. Yeah. That's. and so you just see this and like you'd see it in passing you'd see it at the gas stations you'd see it with people driving yeah. you'd see it on people's houses you would just like the freaking shit that they had in front of their houses was like super pro whatever the fuck that they're, they wanted on their yards and like what was interesting was they would be like they would have a sign that literally would say like anti-black lives matter right next to a bible verse <laughs> I was like uh, the irony <laughs> Yeah. I was like what? They would have Blake and I loved this. It was pray to end abortion, and I was like, <laughs> 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 okay. So then Blake just started taking pictures of them right in the beginning, but then there was literally 500 of them. Like pray to end abortion, pray to end abortion, pray to end abortion, yeah. And I was like,
1: bro, you know what's fucking weird? My I guarantee you, if you moved into that neighborhood, right, and you're like, no, I don't want the pray to end abortion sign on my lawn. People would get weirded super out. Super pissed. Yeah. They'd and be that's like, like a white want dude. abortion to happen. And you're like, what? But then <laughs> that, that's why like my friends
2: process. that I was like seeing throughout the trip, it was really funny because like I never saw a straight white male on the trip, like from the friends that I visited. It was just like everybody was different. Like it was a super diverse friend group. Right. And I had one of my friends, Josh Bernal. He's a gay black man from Houston. Shout out Josh. Josh Bernal. What's um, good? From Houston. So Joshua came to visit in Dallas, um, and we were getting to talking, and he's like, dude, I've never actually been to, like, the middle of bumfuck nowhere in Texas. Like, I've been to Houston. Like, I've gone to a couple places. He's like, I kind of want to take a road trip out to these places. And I was like, ah, no, you I don't, don't. think <laughs> you do, Chief. <laughs> uh, it's a little uh, – I don't think you thought of it. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> – but that it's fucked up that that is how it is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so it's just like I – I personally take advantage of the fact that I do whatever the fuck I want this trip. If I want to move to Colombia, I went to Montenegro. Mm-hmm. I backpacked Russia to Africa. Like I, I did all the things I wanted to do. And I've never been like, people are like, you're going to come back in a body bag. And I'm like, yeah, okay, fuck you. Like, because it just <laughs> who doesn't. The, who the fuck says that? <sighs> My family. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> um, but it's. It's interesting because, like, that has never been – it's never scared me, right? But then you start seeing shit on the news and you're like, oh, girl out for a run gets taken. You're like, huh. This shit could happen here. It could happen anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so you – I don't have to think about it nearly as much as other people. And this trip really challenged those thoughts. Not – for me but for other people and so then it was almost like i felt guilty going on these trips which is also that's not the right response um but it was just really interesting and to take my 18 year old brother along on this dude like dude imagine being 18 having these yeah it's gotta be nuts like imagine yourself
1: if you were 18 and you just went out across the country
0: i told him he easily grew five to seven years in maturity oh for sure of trip. oh yeah yeah
3: oh dude like no one does that at that
2: age. Nobody no. does, dude. That, I, I was bro. focused on
0: Guitar Hero.
3: Yeah, like
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. To like yeah, take a four on, month trip bro. to take on something that is like not only physically impressive, but at a crucial point in history where shit is starting to change. It was just, it was super. Yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked for Blake it's just to coat. see what materializes from this. And I've already seen a change in behavior. I've seen a change in the way he holds himself, carries himself. And that that actually happened, the last day of the trip, like that 216 mile day, where he just like it, he flipped a switch, and now he's like this little dude that's like, you yeah, know, fucking, I'm gonna do whatever I want. Little man
0: with big dick energy.
2: Always, <laughs> not always, <but> like Sometimes, <laughs>
0: most of the time.
1: But like speaking of the end of the trip, how good did it feel when you stepped off that bike? And you walked into the hotel or room wherever you're staying. And there's air condition. You just shower. I love that you and brought you that lie- up. And you
3: lie down on the bed. I would counter love that you against brought that. that up. Because I saw his photo on his Instagram where he was on the rooftop in New York. And I, love- I was like, motherfucker. He did it. <laughs> I remember you- that too. When you're <laughs> like
1: riding into New York, I'm like, oh shit.
0: Yeah, My- dude, he was
3: straight up on a rooftop. I remember, I don't know what the fuck you were doing. You were like napping there or something. Just kicking him kicking it. And I was just like, dude, he fucking did it <laughs> i would like, say that i
0: would assume that there are mostly
2: positive feelings mm-hmm.
0: but also there's some there's some like self doubt because it's like okay what next
2: so okay this is this is the way that i would put it the just to like i know i'm talking a lot i guess this is a podcast so
0: it's the goal of it. that's, that's what we, talk. we do right yeah. we talk. um
2: end of the <sighs> trip ohio indiana shit like cornfields a lot of Amish fuck country. GMO <laughs> corn and for a lot real. of a lot of yes and a lot of hear ye here. <laughs> we ride electric bikes, uh, dude. That was <laughs> at Blake. Um. Anyways, going into West Virginia, Pennsylvania it gets really fucking mountainous. Yeah, steep, 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 steep climbs. Okay, but they aren't steep and quick. They're steep and fucking long. Yeah. So you're climbing these steeps for like an hour and thirty minutes, where you're like. I'm supposed to go up that, like, and Blake and I would just kind of look at each other, like, "Fuck, I don't know." I right, like, shit. dude, like, you just and it, it, you just laugh. It becomes comedy at that point. You're just like, "Bro, this is, it is what it is." Like, yeah. And you've you've taken so much shit the entire trip that you're like, "You yeah. guys waited till the very end to kick the shit out yeah. of us." Like, okay, yeah. cool. Anyways, we go into my mom's hometown, Altoona, Pennsylvania, and I meet this guy, John Frederick. Um, John Frederick is my mom, one of my mom's best friends, favorite teachers from high school, okay? John Frederick actually did a coast-to-coast ride in 1970. Oh. oh. So he was, he just had a lot to share with us, right? And John Frederick actually wrote a book about his journey. Really? So we got to get interviewed by him, um, and he's also – he writes a, a column in the newspaper and stuff. So we got to make a showing in the newspaper, and right. um, it was super cool. But that conversation was kind of like a an interesting moment of like we're, we're getting to the end, right? And the, the questions he was asking was like, okay, so how many days left do you have? And I was like, eight? And it was like, <laughs> oh, eight. like eight days, like single digits, right? And he's like, okay, cool. What's your projected route? And I was like, here, 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 here. So then as we start riding, we go into State College. um, State College, Pennsylvania. That's actually where I wanted to go to college. I wanted to go to Penn State. Um, Long story short, the dream didn't come to reality, but it was weird to go through that on the bike trip, right? Because this has been a dream and I'm accomplishing it. So it was just, it was unique. And from there, we went to Lewisburg. um, And that was also a super scenic ride. And we leave Lewisburg, and we're supposed to go to Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. Okay? It's like a 78-mile day. 72 miles in, we're in this tiny little town outside of Jim Thorpe. And as we're riding, I I actually made a post on Instagram, like a story, where I was like, yo, should we do double centuries? Like a, a century today and a century tomorrow, and that'll put us just outside of New York. And everybody's like, yeah, fuck yeah, send it. And I was like okay cool like i guess it's easy to say that when you say yeah. on your ass <laughs> Exactly. Like, fuck you guys but all my homies like it was like 30 votes yes one vote no and the one vote no was my mom and i was like <laughs> all right mom like i got it so um i pitched the idea to blake and blake's like yeah fuck it like might as well go out with style where does that put us and i was like it puts us in newark i'm just outside of new, new york jersey so he was like okay yeah fuck yeah i'm down I was like, then that last day, we'll ride across the bridge, and then that'll be that, and, like, that'll be the end of the trip. So 72 miles in, we're in this tiny little town outside of Jim Thorpe, and I look at Blake. We call our stepsister, Sammy. It was her birthday, and we're talking to Sammy, and the whole time I'm, I just kind of have, like, this kind of, like, fucked up idea running in my head. I'm like, I was like, we wanted to do a double century um, in Indiana for charity, but I got COVID, and so we that idea just got pushed, and, like, we never did it. And it kind of fucked with me, right? I was like, fuck, dude, like, I really wanted to do that. So I'm sitting there 72 miles in, and I was like, yo, I feel, like, low-key, fresh. Um, Blake, five miles into that ride, was like, bro, I don't think I can ride 80 miles today. But he had managed to do 72, so he's talking to his sister. And I was like, yo, I think I'm going to pitch him this idea. Gets off the phone. I was like, yo, Blake, we could be in New York tomorrow. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like... If we don't stop riding, we will be in New York tomorrow. And he's like, how far is that? I was like, uh, like is that really that important? He's like, how far is it going to be? I was like, 200 miles. And he's like, a double century. I was like, uh, 216 miles. He's like, more than a double century. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey, we just keep riding from here. Like, We just don't stop. I was like, no, middle of the night, we just keep fucking riding. He's like, all right, fuck it. I'm like, if, wow. if it if it gets the trip overdone fast, <laughs> like I'm over this shit. Like, let's go. So then from that moment on, we just decided to say fuck it. Like, we <laughs> the beastie boys, no sleep till Brooklyn. Like it it, it, <laughs> it it hit different, right? So then we're like, we start banging that. Blake has it on his speaker. No sleep till Brooklyn. And we're like, fuck yeah. Like we we just started getting hype. But the thing about Endurance stuff like okay, endurance 93 days, that's a long time. But like endurance, like 216 miles with all of that weight, like your nutrition has to be on point. And we've been like fucking eating gas station food and like we weren't planning for this. So then it was just like it started getting hard, right? So 110 miles in, we're in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and we find a 24 hour diner. Go in, we're eating inside. Drinking coffee. I drank way too much coffee. I had like six cups of coffee because I was like, dude, I was dying. Fuck. And we found some type of flow. Riding in the middle of the night, my fucking headlamp went out. Blake popped a tire. So we were holding our fucking iPhones like oh my like God. this. Oh, riding my with God. one hand on the handle and then the other hand holding the light, oh, right? Yeah, damn. And so we were holding our iPhones with the fucking lights on. And we had to ride like that for like 20 miles. That's two hours of riding a bike like that on dirt roads. So we get to the, the cafe. And from the cafe to New York was 106 miles. And we get to the cafe at like 1.30 in the morning. We leave the cafe at 3 o'clock in the morning. I charge up my headlamp and we just hit it. And that last 106 miles was like, I can't even put it into words. Just like I think, I'm like getting emotional, but like to to hit that with my best friend and my brother. Watching him go through all of this shit and really push himself in a way, dude. My brother is the youngest in the family. He's been given everything, right? Like people are always like, "Oh, protect Blake. He's small. He's this. He's that. Like, don't take him on this trip. You're gonna, you're gonna. He's gonna get hurt." And then for him to be like, "Dude, I don't even think I can hit 80 miles today and start hitting these fucking massive fucking barriers and just bursting through them. Like in, in the moment, like I don't know if he realized what he was doing, which he probably didn't, knowing Blake. But as he was doing it, he started getting momentum, and that momentum is the same momentum that we're all looking for in life, right? Like It's like, I want X, Y, or Z. In my life. I want to be a professional soccer player. I want to be a movie director. I want to be a musician. Whatever the fuck. And you have to create that. If you don't create it, you fucking miss out. And you die. And it's over. Like you, you fucked up. Nobody else. You did. And we're sitting outside of the cafe. We're about to hop on our bikes. My ass is fucking tender. <laughs> and tender I was like fuck dude like i got i got a century left in these fucking ass cheeks right now like I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurting bruv so i look at blake i was like yo you got 100 miles left with me how does that make you feel he's like good i'm sick of you and then he like kind of <laughs> he kind of renigs this statement he's like fuck we got 100 miles left so we take off into the abyss fucking riding in the middle of the night i am on the verge of vomiting (laughs) because i had way too much fucking coffee yeah and as we're passing dude i like had to stop i was like i was getting the cold sweats and then the hot sweats and then the cold sweats and i was like i'm either gonna shit my pants or vomit or both all the above and so i'm like looking at blake i was like yo i think i'm about to yak and he's like no no you're fine so then like we continue on and then like we're passing this gas station. And it was like delicious 99 cent coffee. And I was like, that's a fucked up joke. Like I felt <laughs> I was like, fuck dude, my stomach. Um, and we just continued riding, riding, riding. And I just remember the sunrise that morning was just, it was a long sunrise, bro. It took like two hours, right? You start seeing that dawn, th- those colors and stuff. It's like these brilliant violets and blues. And like, it was just, it was special right and like we're just it was just blake and i and the fucking deer um and it was it was romantic in like the sense that like this is the life that we have this this is the life that we're living you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying and to be that intimate in that in the moment i think and intentional with that time was just like really priceless right and so we continued to push on Got onto a rail trail. It's called the d and Trail. It's absolutely fucking beautiful. Um, we continued to push over into New Jersey. And once we crossed the bridge into New Jersey, both of us just, there was nothing left. So, like, we were running on fumes, like, actually. Make it to 160 miles. We find this gas station. And long behold, in true fucking Dalton and Blake fashion on this bike trip, the hard instances like just happened to find us. This fucking gas station is closed. And I was like, you cunt like whoever is supposed to be running this fucking gas station right now. Go fuck yourself. We're you Fucking up so bad. It's hot, 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 hot heat wave, New York, right? 98 degrees, humid. And We're at 160 miles. We rode through the middle of the night. No sleep. I'm fucking exhausted. We need water. I just wanted a fucking Gatorade. That's all I wanted. Right? The fucking morale is at zero. Blake and I are about to kill each other because we're just like, we're done. We're fucking exhausted. And we ended up laying on the side of the building in the shade. And we had to lay at an angle, right, because the sun was, like, kind of coming in. So, like, I had a little bit more shade and Blake had to, like, lay kind of sideways. And we put our feet up and we were just trying to get our blood flowing and stuff. Our feet were up on the wall. And Blake, (laughs) apparently I fell asleep, like, as soon as my head hit the thing and I started snoring. And Blake was like, yo, hey, wake up. And I was like, oh, shit. And he's like, dude, wake up. And then Blake fucking falls asleep. And I was like, yo, hey, come on. Hey, yo, <laughs> hey, hey. What yo, hey, <laughs> it, happens if we and, both fall asleep? Exactly. Fuck. And so then the sun was kind of our, our timer, right? And the sun is like kind of reaching us, reaching us, reaching us, reaching us. And I was like, okay, cool. Like we have to fucking go. Like these last 56 miles aren't going to ride themselves. Like we just have to send it. So we're like calling people. I called you. We we're like looking for, we were looking for momentum, right? And nobody had the right words. And the reason why nobody had the right words is because the right words nobody else had. Like they just didn't have them. And it was because we were the people that needed to find that momentum. And like we had to create it out of nothing. We had to create it on 160 mile legs that are done. Our ass cheeks are raw. Our fucking just everything. My fucking back tire was wobbling. We had a flat tire again after that. Like, it was, it was miserable conditions. So then in true, like, fashion, I break the music fast and I freaking pull out my phone and I start playing the tunes from the trip, right? And Blake and I have a fucking dance party in the middle of this fucking closed gas station right next to the road. And there's like hella people, right? And we're like fucking dancing. We start moshing in this fucking gas station. It's probably, it's 98 degrees outside. And we're like fucking listening to Smoko by the chats. We're like fucking screaming at the top of our lungs. And we found this space, this little, one of my favorite sayings is survive the assault, work the cut. And I believe it's a Muhammad Ali quote. And it basically just references like, yo, you're gonna get attacked. And if you can survive that and find that space where you have the advantage and take it, like that is what you need to do. So we found the space, we survived the assault, and working the cut was like establishing this momentum and just sending it. And that last 56 miles was like sheer hell. Like everything was broken. Like my groin was fucking done. Had hip pain. My knees were done. Blake's knees were done. Like it was just. Fifty-six miles is six hours left of riding. So it's not it's not like, oh yeah, yeah this is just yeah. a little thing. Um but then we made it. So to answer that question, like yeah, like was it positive? Fuck yeah. I was hallucinating, but like it it was yeah. it was romantic. And Dalton. the good, the bad, the ugly, it was all
0: I could not be more Dalton fucking proud Weeks. than you. And you are a
3: fucking blessing, dude, <laughs> <laughs> on this fucking planet. Blessing.
1: blessing, yes, and a savage. Yo. A straight savage, man. One of the few true savages I've ever met. Sick.
0: Yeah, we seriously cannot be more proud of you, honestly. And Blake. So, props thank you for even man. showing up, dude. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for joining us.
3: We fucking love talking. People love listening to you. You're a fucking inspiration to a lot. Fuck yeah, man. Across the fucking world, absolutely. Dude. Yeah, appreciate man. that.
1: And on that note. We're gonna end it fuck here. Fuck the Tour de France. This man right here. <laughs> fuck the Tour de France. This guy knows yeah. it's good. And fuck Oklahoma. <laughs> fuck. Oklahoma. I, I was like, fuck, <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> fuck Oklahoma.
3: Yeah, dude. Thank
1: Send us out. Ron. Episode forty-nine of the two AM podcast has come to a conclusion. Fuck Thank yeah. you, Dalton Weeks. Yeah, yeah. We love you, man, myth, eleven, and legend, and a fucking savage. Fuck yeah, baby. Thank you. Thank you for joining us in this sweaty room for nah, another no problem, time, bro. another What's go sick? round. For you guys,
3: we'll see you next time on episode You air-conditioned hey, bitches. You already know where to find us. Yeah, FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. YouTube. Also, check out... Check, yeah. check out... Our, hey, be oh, hey, be careful. Be <laughs> careful. Check out our YouTube channel. We start uploading videos. Um, please like, subscribe, and comment, and let us know what you think. And we'll see you next time. See you next Peace. time, everybody. Peace. See you guys. Peace.
1: Thank you, Good sir.
3: I honestly, because I'm realizing how much
4: he's